Welcome to the Soul Urge Podcast, a show for women who are fed up with listening to conventional wisdom that's just not working. Instead, you're ready to listen to your own inner voice and step more deeply toward what you really want. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Jennifer Hooper. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Soul Urge Podcast. I'm so happy you're here joining me. Today's episode is called The Problem is Never the Problem. And what I mean by that is what we think we are struggling with is never what we're actually struggling with. And before I get into that, I'm really excited to share with you a couple of things. Number one, the reach of this podcast continues to expand, and I am still blown away. So most of my listeners are in the United States, 87%, but the other 13% is made up of countries all over the world. So people from Canada, Venezuela, the United Kingdom, Puerto Rico, plus Ireland, France, Albania, India, Germany, Russia... It just literally blows my mind, but it's very exciting and I feel all lit up inside when I look at those analytics. I invite you to share this podcast with your friends or your family, whoever you think can benefit. I love expanding the reach and getting my message out there and I can't thank you enough for doing that. I also wanted to read a recent five-star review that got left on my website. Here's how it sounds. I love this podcast. Then again, I love anything that helps women find their voices and empower themselves, which is exactly what Jennifer is out to do. She's forthcoming with her own struggles. You can identify with her easily. And her only goal is to help you live your best life. I look forward to every episode. Keep them coming. Oh my gosh, when I read that, I was so excited. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and have been getting value out of it, I'd love to hear from you too. If you go over to the soulurgepodcast.com and click reviews, I would love to hear what you're getting out of this podcast. Your voice will help get this podcast into the hands of other people and let them know what to expect when they tune in. Okay, so as I'm recording this podcast, it is the end of March 2022, and that means that the year is about 25% over. And I want you to think back to the end of last year or the beginning of this year, and do you remember what you wanted to get out of 2022? I mean, did you want something general like more peace, joy, or relaxation? Or did you want something specific like weight loss or a certain amount of money or a job change? Or can you even remember what you wanted at the end of last year? Really check in with yourself. How are your results going so far? Are you where you want to be or is there still room to grow? Have you even started? Now, if you're exactly on target, you may not need this episode. You are a rock star. Unless you feel overwhelmed, you feel exhausted, or it feels like you're pushing through something that you don't want in order to get something that you do want. If that sounds like you, I hope that you stick with me. 
what I'm going to be talking about today is how to get new results if you don't have the results that you want. How I'm going to do that is to explain first what not to do and then what to do instead. And the reason why I'm covering this is to help you break old automatics, patterns, routines, behaviors that served you once but that are no longer serving you. It's time to change. It's time to break those patterns and do something different to get new results. And the reason we wanna do that is to help you feel more empowered and more motivated to go get what you want. Go get what you want rather than run away from what you don't want. So if you've never met me or you're just tuning into this podcast for the first time or you haven't been listening for very long, you might be wondering, Jennifer, what the heck do you know? What do you know about my results, my challenges, what's getting in my way? Well, what I want to do is to let you know that I do understand. I am trained in neuro-linguistic programming, and that is all about the language of the brain, of the mind. So I'm certified as both an NLP practitioner and a coach. I'm also certified in timeline therapy which gives clients the opportunity to release that which is no longer serving them. I also have an ICF certification. ICF stands for the International Coaching Federation. And I also have two certifications in hypnotherapy and Reiki. And I've been coaching people for five years now. And I've seen a lot of patterns. I've seen a lot of the blocks. I understand what is keeping people from what they actually want. And I also do this work myself. I am also navigating through my own blocks and reaching out for coaching to help me break free from what I can't see, to break free from my own automatics so that I can create new results in my own life. So I totally get it. So I wanna start with the blocks, with the what not to do to get new results. Here's the first one. People will not get new results if they are not willing to change or to look at things differently. This is being on your automatics. If you're only able to see things one way, then it cuts down on your opportunity and your creativity. Yet when you're willing to change and you're willing to look at things in a new way, That opens up your creativity, your expansiveness, the possibilities for you. Way back at the beginning of my podcasting journey, I talked about possibility consciousness, expanding it, making your awareness of what's achievable and possible for you bigger. But if you're not willing to change or to look at things differently, then you will not be able to expand your possibility consciousness. Now I'm going to take a guess that since you are listening to this podcast, you probably listen to this one and other ones that you are willing to change. You're totally willing and you're trying to figure out how. Seems reasonable, yes? Unless you're obsessed with the how. This is the second block that I see that's keeping people from what they want. Sometimes people won't even take a step of moving toward their goals if they don't know how they're going to do it. And the way I like to explain this, it's like driving from Maine to California 
and knowing before you even pull out of the driveway what every turn is going to be, every highway, every detour, every roadblock. And if you don't know, then you never, ever pull out of the driveway. That's what it means to be obsessed with the how. How am I going to get there? Well, I'm going to challenge you to think a little bit differently so that you don't have to know all of the how before you start. And then the third block, the third thing that keeps people from getting what they want is that they feel scattered, overwhelmed, and confused. And this is probably one of the biggest reasons why people don't get what they want. Now you have three voices in your mind that are wreaking havoc in there and creating the scattered, overwhelmed, and confused. Your inner ego, your inner critic, and your inner child. And if you'd like to learn more about those voices in your mind, go back to episode 10 and listen to that. I, had, I did an interview with Jen Benninger from Genius Unlocked, and we took a deep dive into those three voices, as well as the voice of our intuition, which is the one that supports us, the voice that we want to amplify and turn up. I also want to assure you that if you're struggling with any of these things, I totally get it. I have been there, I have struggled, and I have shared parts of my journey and parts of my story in previous episodes. But here are the highlights. I was divorced unexpectedly. I ended up, as a consequence, losing my home. I had to downsize to a house that I hated. My kids hated. We all hated. I ended up declaring bankruptcy. I lost real estate properties. At the same time, my dad was dying. I was supporting my mom. I ended up uh, with a whole financial uh, house of cards that collapsed. And as a result, I adopted or I believed all of these things about myself like, oh my gosh, I'm such a failure. I'm so not worthy. I'm so stuck. You know, if my husband didn't want to be married to me anymore, I definitely was unworthy, right? And having no money and having my uh, financial cards fall meant that I was totally stuck. I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know what to do. I was so sad and I was hurt and I felt betrayed and I would just cry and I would overeat and I would overdrink and I self-isolated myself because I was just so ashamed and so embarrassed of the situation that I had put myself in. And it also challenge my identity. I was no longer a wife. I was no longer a stay-at-home mom who was homeschooling her kids. I didn't have a career to fall into. I had done lots of things, but I didn't have anything lined up. My mom wasn't available to give me guidance. My dad was gone. They were the people that I had always turned to, and I just felt so alone. I felt so stuck, so trapped, so alone, so hurt. So if you're struggling or experiencing any of these things or you have in the past, I just want you to know that I totally, completely understand. I've been there. I've been in the trenches when it was confusing and overwhelmed and I felt scattered. And I finally taught myself that I had to do something different. I couldn't keep repeating the old patterns because they just weren't working for me. So as a result of working through my own challenges, as well as all of the training and certifications that I've achieved, I now know, I now understand 
that to get new results in your life, you need two things. Number one, you have to release everything that's holding you back. And what I mean by that are your unconscious blocks, the emotional scars that you've accumulated in life. You have to release them at the unconscious level. And what do I mean by a scar, an emotional scar? A thought like, I'm unworthy, or I'm an imposter, or I'm a failure. These are unconscious blocks that might keep you focused on exactly what you don't want, like lack or insecurity. Or another emotional scar might be some accumulated negative emotion like fear or shame or hurt, or you've experienced a traumatic event or a traumatic period of time that caused you to make judgments about yourself. And if you're like most humans, you have all of these, all of the above. But to get new results, you have to release these blocks. You have to come up with something different. And then the second thing that you need for new results is that you have to get and stay motivated, but not by trying to get away from what you don't want, but by getting excited and moving toward what you do want. So for example, if you want weight loss, stop trying to get away from the number of the, on the scale or the size of pants you're wearing or the discomfort in your skin. What do you actually want? Is it vibrancy? Is it energy? Is it stamina? If you don't start to focus on what you do want instead of what you don't want, you are going to continue to be exhausted, overwhelmed, and it's real easy to give up on yourself. That's when self-sabotage happens and we give up on our goals. Here's one thing that I want you to think about. It's not that our negative feelings are bad. They're simply a signal or a warning sign that we need a change in our life. It's your unconscious mind letting you know that it's time to do something different. So those negative thoughts and those negative emotions are actually our friends. We can ask our unconscious mind, what do I need to learn from this thought, from this emotion, the learning of which will allow me to make a change in my life? So just ask yourself, what is it that I want? Do you want freedom, love, acceptance, abundance? Do you want to be an influencer? Do you want better health? Are you looking for more connection to your spirit guides or your God? In the context of whatever it is that you're looking for, how can you move toward what you actually want and make it fun, exciting, motivating? How can you find peace and ease or uh, love and companionship or the perfect blueprint of a healthy body by moving toward something that is really going to energize and excite you? It's an interesting question to ask. And if you've never done this before, that's okay. Up until now, you simply didn't know that you had to do something different. And now you do. Now you know that you can do something different and get your motivation in a whole different way from here on out. Let's talk now how to clear your unconscious blocks. Well, first of all, you have to know what's going on inside the unconscious mind. The thing is, is that the problem we think we are having is never the actual problem. And I want to take a deep dive into types of problems. There are presenting problems, greater problems, and root causes. 
A presenting problem is the problem we think we're having, and it only affects one area of life. So your problem might be, my boss is a jerk, or my kids aren't listening, or I don't have enough money. These are the problems that clients knock on my door with, the problems that they think that they're having. And this is where a lot of coaches will coach. They will stay at the presenting problem, and a lot of times they'll help their clients reframe And I'll touch on that in just a minute. And this is actually the type of coach I used to be before I knew better. But I don't stick with the presenting problems anymore. I help my clients get down to the next level, which is the greater problem. A greater problem is a negative thought or a negative emotion that is cross-contextualized in different areas of life. And it keeps you stuck. And a lot of coaches can get to the greater problems. So for example, let's say you walk in and you're working with a coach and you think your problem is, I don't have enough time. That's the presenting problem. And that coach can get you down to the greater problem. Maybe underneath that problem of I don't have enough time is a fear of success. And that fear of success shows up in multiple areas of life. It could be in your career. It could be with your health. It could be with your bank account. But that's still not deep enough. It's not the root cause. The root cause is what's actually holding you back. And that's showing up in lots of areas of life. This is where I support my clients. And when you identify a root need that wasn't met, and you get that need met in a new way, your entire worldview shifts. How you see yourself, how you see your abilities totally expands and fundamentally changes in a whole new, exciting, powerful, empowering way. Let me give you a couple of more examples. So a presenting problem might be, I'm not making enough money. Whereas the greater problem is, a feeling of being stupid or not smart. Yet underneath that is the root cause of believing that you're worthless or inadequate or not capable. Here's another example. A presenting problem is, I don't think people like me. I can't find a relationship. The greater problem could be feeling like you don't belong or that you're alone or you're rejected. Yet underneath that is a root cause of believing that you're totally unlovable. These root causes are the fundamental needs that must be met in order to do something different and get different results. Once you heal the root pattern and you break it and you realize you don't ever have to repeat it, it's so exciting. You get whole new results in your life. So like I said before, I've had to do this work. I'm always doing this work. And because I'm doing this work, my life just gets better and better. I've traveled internationally by myself. I've learned how to ride a motorcycle. I repurchased the home that I lost in my divorce and I lived there for a number of years. I get to work with clients on a deep fundamental level. I can work from anywhere. I take my work with me if I want to travel. I got remarried. I relocated. I live in Arizona now where it's warm most of the year instead of in Maine where it's cold like two thirds of the time. I feel more fulfilled. I feel happier. I feel more joyful. I move through life with more ease and more grace. 
Now, does that mean everything is perfect? No, I still have dreams. I still have goals. I'm still trying to get new things. I'm still uncovering my blocks. But the more I do, the better life gets. I'll tell you a story that just happened today, actually. I had an opportunity to meet with a master coach and I didn't really have anything significant that I thought I should be working on. I said to her, this is going to be quick. I really only have a minor problem. And that presenting problem was that some days I feel like I'm not going to make my revenue goal. I set a goal almost six months ago. I have six weeks left and I'm not even halfway there. So I had this big fear of disappointment and fear of failure. That was my presenting problem, but she coached me down. And my greater problem was that I believed that no matter what I did, I was doing the wrong thing. That means in my business, that means in my marriage, that means in my relationship with food and my body image. I believe that no matter what I did, I was not doing the right thing. If I was working with clients, I should be working on my business. If I was working on my business, I should be working with clients. In my marriage, if my husband was struggling, I made it mean that it was my job to support him, even if it meant sacrificing my own needs. Or if I met my own needs, put them in front of his or above his, then I made it mean that I was selfish and self-serving. In my relationship with food, I wasn't accepting that I eat healthily 95% of the time, but I've been beating myself up over the damn 5%. So across all contexts of life, I have not been accepting myself as who I am and who I am meant to be. I've been hiding. I've been taking responsibility where it doesn't belong. I've been turning my back on my playful, free, happy, and joyful side. And if you ask me what I really want, what I want out of life, it is to be playful, have fun, be happy, be joyful. For me, this is what makes life good. It is the quality of life that I am striving for, that I am working on. So now with this new awareness from my unconscious mind, I can make new conscious choices. I can choose to be more self-compassionate. I can choose to create or invite downtime into my life so that I'm not constantly task-oriented or action-oriented, which simply allows me to ignore my feelings altogether and not get the learnings that I deserve to learn. And so with more downtime, I give more opportunity for inspiration and creativity to come into my life rather than trying to do all the right things all of the time and feeling like I'm failing at all of them. So far, we've talked about the biggest blocks that people have that are keeping them from the results that they want. We've talked about the two things that you need to get new results. We've talked about the three types of problems that people have. And now we're going to talk about the three keys to new results. Number one, awareness. Number two, releasing that which is no longer serving you. And number three, healing at the emotional level. So let's dive in. When it comes to awareness, most people think that their problems are time, money, or their relationship. But these three things are literally illusions. First of all, we all have the same amount of time. The question is, how are you using your time? 
And can you use your time in a more productive way? The wealthiest of millionaires or billionaires on the planet have the same amount of time that we do. So time is an illusion. It's something that we believe that isn't actually true. And the same is true for money. I know this is going to be hard to hear for some people, and this used to be really hard to hear for me when I had no money, but money is actually an illusion too. And if you really think about this, you'll realize that it's true. How many times have you wanted something and not had the money, but because you wanted it so badly or so deeply, you got creative and you figured it out. There are lots of ways to solve a money problem. You can borrow money, borrow from your parents, from your sister, from your loved ones, from the bank. You can credit money. You can get a 0% credit card for a period of time. You can use PayPal credit, 0% for six months. You can sell things. You could get a side hustle. Money is never an obstacle when you want something. You will figure it out when you want it bad enough. And then relationships. A lot of people blame their partner for not having what they want. Oh, my partner won't support me. He'd never let me do that. She thinks that I should wait until I have more confidence. He says I have to keep my job with benefits. And while these sound true and we can easily believe them, what you say your partner's objections are going to be are actually the projections that you have about yourself. You are using your partner as an excuse or as a mirror of what is going on inside of you. And what is going on inside of you is the only thing that matters, is the only awareness that we need to change. It is our mindset. It is those root causes that I just spent so much time talking about. So that's key number one. Key number two is releasing those mindset blocks that we have. These are the things, as I said before, that are actually holding you back. And I actually want to talk about the difference between reframing and releasing. Reframing happens at the conscious level. And so many of us have become masters at reframing. That's when you basically talk yourself out of what you don't want. It could be with an affirmation. So for example, if you feel broke, but you're telling yourself, I'm abundant, my bank account grows every day, that would be consciously reframing your situation. It's basically a positive spin on something that feels very negative. Or if you are, again, I keep using weight loss as an example because I feel like it's something that everybody can relate to. But if you're not your exact weight or you're not your exact health, maybe you say to yourself, I am whole and complete and I'm in perfect health. And yes, there is nothing wrong with reframing. We can get a lot of relief from it. However, it is typically only short-term relief. And that's because we don't actually believe at the unconscious level what we're saying to ourselves. We don't actually believe that positive spin, that self-talk. So reframing is short term and it also takes a really long time. I mean, eventually you are going to believe 
your affirmations. You are going to believe the reframe, the positive spin, but you're also going to feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you're going to feel exhausted, like you're fighting and you're struggling or you're avoiding. It's going to feel really hard. And this is an example of running away from what you don't want instead of running toward what you do want. Releasing on the other hand, happens in the unconscious mind. It is a solution to a long-term change. It's faster, it's easier, it's more fun, and it's how you're going to shift from running away from what you don't want to running toward what you actually want. Releasing is permanent and it gets you off that exhausting hamster wheel. Releasing is done using an amazing process called timeline therapy, which I'll talk about in a future episode. And last, key number three is healing. And I believe in holistic healing. I want my clients to heal at the spiritual level, the emotional level, mental and physical. So let me explain those real quick. At the spiritual level, this is where you get your ideas, your inspiration, your knowings, you know, like in the shower or when you're on a walk, something like that. If you get an idea, at the spiritual level, you're going to attach an emotion to it. At the emotional level, if you attach a negative emotion, that idea either goes away or you repress the idea and you never do anything about it. If you attach a positive emotion, then it continues on to the mental plane. So it started at the spiritual, it went to emotional because you attached a positive emotion and then it goes down to the mental level. The mental level is when you think about it, you make a strategic plan. But then if you have a negative thought at the mental level, like I can't do it, I can't do that, who do I think I am? Then that idea will go away. If you attach a positive thought, like, oh, I know I can do that. Of course I can figure it out. Then that idea is going to drop down to the physical plane or in the physical world where you actually take an inspired action step from your intuition. So the healing that I'm talking about is at all of these levels, from your spiritual, your emotional, your mental, and your physical. We want that pipeline, so to speak, to be clear and free of interference. And the healing itself comes from the timeline therapy, it comes from Reiki, it comes from hypnotherapy. It really is combining all of these modalities so that you are healed at a very deep and powerful level. Now, the last thing I want you to consider as you're going after your goals, as you've gotten your awareness and you're doing your releasing and your healing is to give yourself some grace. 97% of the time, a rocket is off course on its way to the moon. And that's okay because as you bring down your ideas into the physical plane and you're taking action, sometimes you may not get the results that you want. You may be off course. You may be on that 97% and that's okay because each time you take an action, you can evaluate that action. What went well? What didn't go well? What can I do differently next time? And that's how you're going to get your rocket to the moon. You're going to be constantly evaluating, showing up for yourself, clearing the path, doing the healing, taking the action steps, and eventually you're going to get to the moon. You're going to get exactly what you want. Now, let's say you've listened to this entire podcast. You're on board. You get it. 
but you don't know where to start. What's the first thing that you can do? Well, I have a free resource that I'd like to share with you. I've created what I call the Soul Urge Roadmap. And this is a starting step. This is a place for you to go to figure out what really lights you up inside and then get clarity on the type of life that you want to be living or expanding the amazing life that you already have so that you can feel more empowered, more confident, more excited, happier, more joyful. That is definitely what I want for you. And it's also what I want for me. So if you want to grab that resource, go to jenniferhoopercoaching.com forward slash roadmap, and you can download this guide for free. I would love for you to have it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Go visit the soulurgepodcast.com and you can contact me there. Let me know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback. I would love to hear from you. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I know your time is valuable. I appreciate you being here and I will be back next week. Thank you for joining me, Jennifer Hooper, for this episode of the Soul Urge Podcast. To view the complete show notes from today's episode, please visit soulurgepodcast.com. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to get updates on all new episodes. And last, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to let other listeners know about it. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back next week.